0: We are back, and Jackie, we is going to make history today. Woo! Yes, yes, so pretty excited about that. Okay, well, this is Ed Bounds along with Jackie Vest, Heather France, and Paige Royal, and we are Crime Pursuit Podcast, and we got a new pursuit for you.
1: I'm going to be reading this case from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children in reference to the statements that they have made on this case. On September 11, 2018, three-month-old Ariana's mother, Jessica Renee, claimed she was to put her baby to bed around 9.30 and went into the kitchen and called Andrew Terry, which is Ariana's father, at least once while she was in the kitchen. She also walked around the house just before 10 p.m. When she checked on Ariana a short time later, the baby was not there in bed. She smelled cigarette smoke and contacted Andrew Terry, Ariana's father. She exchanged several messages on Facebook with Andrew inquiring where the baby could have been before phoning the police and reporting her missing around 11 p.m. Andrew Terry later was arrested on a confession and admitted to burying the three-month-old baby. Terry has been released on bond, a $50,000 bond, and the judge, in this case, Robert Tuck, ruled that there is enough evidence in this case for there to be a grand jury. But really, where is three-month-old Ariana Day?
0: Well, that is a good question. Where is this baby? Three months old, right? Three months old. Wow, that is that is crazy. Well, just as we were saying earlier, we are making history. And the reason why I'm saying we are making history is because we have Paige Royal Uh, She is now co-hosting with us, and she's from the UK. Hey, uh, Paige, can you hear us?
2: I can hear you. Thank you for having
0: me on tonight. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Now, for all the listeners, Paige is originally, she is a researcher for us, and she still is, but she needs to be a part of this cast. She is really good at what she do, and we are so glad to have her here with us. And like I said, partnering with the UK, the UK and the USA, okay, we're doing something big okay so uh, y'all work with us because when we recruited Paige, Heather and and Jackie and myself all three of us was in agreement with this Paige it was was a no brainer to bring you on with this and you have done an exceptional job since you've been with us and now you're going to be on the microphone with us and being able to talk to these families and the victims and stuff so it is Thank God for you, girl. It's an thing. honor. Yes, 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 yes. All right, yes, so... I'm
2: so excited for it.
0: Yes, I know you are. All right, guys, let's get right on into this pursuit. So Jackie was saying that this baby was missing, and you said something about the, the mother smelled cigarette smoke. Now, I must have missed that. Yes, Give that me was in that.
1: the... Um the National Center for Missing Chil- for Missing and Exploited Children. That was uh, part of the report that the mother had given them. I find it. I don't know if the mother smokes or she knows somebody that does. Or smelling cigarette smoke in her home was, you know, yeah, out of the norm or what. But that was in the report. I haven't seen much else of that so i don't really know yeah, the significance I of that yeah
0: when we first was reading into this i never s- got a chance to see anything about the mm-hmm. cigarette smoke and i'm sure to come up later in discussion but um tonight we have two guests with us both of these women had spoke both of them to the mother uh, i believe both of these uh young ladies also have their own face facebook groups regarding trying to find this baby yes and both of them i i spoke to pam i spoke to mallory both of them are very very passionate about this case and they're trying to get answers um to where this where this baby is you you got some people believe he's the baby's dead some people believe he's still alive
1: some people believe that some adoption agency right so we'll
0: yeah we'll get to that so okay pam can you hear us
1: Yes,
0: I can hear you. Okay, Pam, welcome to the show. Let's take us back down memory lane. Let's start when this from the beginning that you know that started this whole thing. Let 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 us hear it.
3: Okay. Uh, the news article first came out and um like you said, we were in some other girls and I there's actually five of us on Facebook groups and um uh, when this article came out it 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 didn't add up. I mean a three month old baby is, you know, lying on a bed and stranger comes in and steals the baby that just didn't add up and um so I started a group for her and I got to notice and the mother never showed up on the media it was always the mother's mom Sophia Bryant and um she said in one interview um we think we know who took the baby so I thought well you know maybe the dad did take the baby maybe, you know maybe he was already in the home and he made off with the baby when the mom went to the kitchen or, you know, maybe the mom, you know, knew he was going to try to get the baby and whatever. So Jesse joined our group early on, maybe uh, just a few days after she reported Ariana missing. And she, you know, we tried to give her the benefit of the doubt. I'm not the judge. I'm not the jury. I'm not a police officer. I'm not an investigator. And uh, yeah, I was a nice, um, she started messaging me, and um, she told me that Terry, Andrew Terry, wanted custody of Ariana. And as she messaged me, and I checked her profile and talked to a few other people, it was pretty apparent that Jesse never wanted Ariana in the first place. She, she did not want the fifth child. And um, I think I've read somewhere that even after the fourth child, she wished she'd got her tubes tied. So, you know, you've got her pretty much admitting she never wanted the baby and then terry was wanting custody um i was really really nice to jesse though uh, tried to look at give her the benefit of the doubt i did not know that you know terry didn't take the baby when she was in the kitchen you know we we don't know that what happened uh but it was some time later that her little boy she said happened to remember or just told her that um two men came in and took ariana One of them was wearing a mask, and the other was Andrew Terry. Now, Jessie told me that she thought the guy wearing the mask was probably Andrew's first cousin. And I knew right then, in my heart, I knew that that story didn't add up either. So, Jessie stayed in the group, though, for a while, and I urged her. She was constantly wanting to know what people were saying about her. It was more like, I think she was more worried about what people thought about her than really finding her daughter. And um, this this case has got my heart because it's not like any other child, missing child that I've followed. Like, Malene, I have only two that have her. Every other case I've ever followed, Facebook groups pop up everywhere for these kids. I mean, Malia Davis, I think there's like 20 groups for her. You have people fighting over her memorials and balloon releases and, you know, selling bracelets and shirts. This baby has nobody, nobody. Neither side of the family has showed any concern. The mom has backed out on uh, what would really be fair to Jesse. And the day of the the interview, like an hour before, Jesse backed out on it. And, you know, there's been guilt for this baby. And that's why my heart, I think, really is invested in this case is because no one seems to care. And where is this baby? Who is telling the truth?
0: yeah i agree i agree okay um we also have mallory on with us tonight as well uh mallory you was one of them that talked to the mother as well uh you guys you you spent a lot of time with her on the phone and on facebook Give our listeners a rundown of what what kind of conversation you had with her.
4: Um, I have to agree with everything that Pam had said. She was more so worried about, you know, what other people thought about her. That was one reason why Jessie had came out and approached me. She actually approached me from a fake page. Um, We spent maybe 30 minutes to an hour going back and forth with each other until she felt comfortable enough to call me on my phone. We spent maybe a week and a half, two weeks talking to each other. And she pretty much talked about, um, you know, how people were, you know, downplaying her, how people told her not to go search for her baby and not talk to the media. Um, she was more so concerned about Terry. Was he out there, you know, with a private investigator? Like, what was Terry doing? And she also talked about how she was upset with her mother about going on the news saying that Terry, um had the baby um she said she don't even know who put it out there that ariana was dead um, what else did she talk about um i know mentally she's not all there i know there's a lot of things that i can't talk about right now because it, it hasn't you know been out put out there and i don't want to you know mess the investigation up but um like i said everything that tim said is on point as far as the cigarette smoke goes um when she had walked into the room um, she said she had walked to the window, she looked out of the window, and then she came back and sat on the edge of the bed. And when she sat on the bed, that's when she smelled smoke. And she felt like fairy um, had been in her house because fairy smoked cigarettes. And um, she said that when she looked back, she didn't see baby Ariana. She saw one of her other children laying in the bed. Now, what confused me was when I first started following the story, it said that baby Ari was in her crib. So my thing was, how did she end up from the crib to the bed? Like, if you didn't go back in the room and put her there, how did she get there? Right. So that confused me a lot. Um, The masked man story, that came from, like, uh, the masked man story. I asked Jesse about that. She said, uh, I asked her, did she report that back to the investigators? She said they told her to, like, hold off on it.
0: Hmm.
4: It's a lot of strange things going on with this case.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is. I I, I definitely agree with you. There's something strange going on with this case. Uh, I have a question for Pam. Uh, Pam, I'm just going to come right out and ask, what do you you think the baby? you think the baby is deceased, or do you think the baby is still alive?
3: I think the baby's dead. Um, I'm just going by gut feeling, and um, I don't know. That's just my gut feeling is that she's
0: dead. Okay, so what makes you think that the baby is dead?
3: Well, if an adoption agency had came in and gotten her, um, I think they would have come forward. Especially now, her being you know been reported kidnapped, I think they'd try to clear that. Um, I don't think anyone in, in Jesse's family wanted the baby. You know, say, well, she gave her to a family member. I don't think that family's that concerned about this baby. I don't think nobody wanted her. Um, so that's just from what I know. From what I feel. I don't think a stranger came in and abducted her. You know, what's the chances of someone passing by? Oh, I think there's a baby in that house. Oh, right. Mom's I agree. In the kitchen. You know. So, I really don't think that happened. Um, you know, and you've got, you know, I've heard some say, well, she sold her. But well, I don't I don't buy that one either. Um, and the way I kind of understood Jesse or, and other things I've gathered was a few people had seen ariana just in previous days before she was you know reported kidnapped so um the adoption agency or whoever would have had to have acted pretty quick there getting her and i just i just don't think that happened i don't want to point fingers at anyone i'm not i've tried not to do that in this case i said i was going in with an open mind and trying to give all of them the benefit of the doubt out. but jesse's story does not add up It, it does not okay okay and She's she's hiding a lot of things. That's that's all I know. I know Jesse is hiding things. Is Terry's story true? I don't know. They have him. You know. I know he's recanting his confession. But if his his confession is the truth, if he picked Brianna up and took her and hit her body, you know, then you have to believe that Jesse harmed her enough that she died. She she hurt her so bad that she was picked up by Terry, she died. Right. So why, is this, why hasn't Jesse been picked up for questioning? Why hasn't she been arrested for that then? Right. If you believe Terry's confession.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. And
3: I agree with Mallory. This whole case is weird. It, it, nothing really makes sense. You can't really get a direct fact or answer from anything. Um, I don't know. And, you know, first case where I followed and you know, like I said, no family members are even coming forward but you know i don't think jesse would have done this or i don't think you know terry would you know you just don't i'm not seeing that from anyone
0: right 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 i understand um now let me ask you mallory um do you what do you do you believe the baby is deceased or do you believe the baby is still alive
4: i believe ariana is still alive out of the strength of speaking with um jesse as far as the family, um, reaching out to individuals, you know, speaking on behalf of Terry, his family blew my inbox up. His friends blew my inbox up. They could not believe that, you know, he would, is capable of doing anything like this. Um, his co-workers reached out to me. They don't believe it. Um, I can say that Terry's side of the family is doing all they can. They can only do but so much. Terry can only do but so much because if you guys look... Um, Uh, along with his bail, you know, he has limitations on what he can do. He can't, he wants to go out there and search for his child, but he can't because it's a part of his bail. When I tell you some crazy stuff is going on behind this case, it is. So, (laughs) he wants to look. He's doing things that, you know, to help look for her. And I know this for a fact. Um, His family... They're they're talking to the community. Uh, there, people are reporting back to them, you know. And I know this to be for a fact because after speaking with Jesse, um, someone that knows Terry, uh, one of his family members, reached out to one of another one of his family members and told us that Ari had disappeared an hour before Terry um, showed up to pick the baby up. Now, I had told you earlier on in the week that what blew me, I asked Jesse. I said, Jesse, why did you leave that door unlocked? Who did you leave that door unlocked for? She said, I left it open for Terry because, you know, I, she thought they were going to have sexual relations later on. And, that, and if you ask Terry, which is posted in my group, I asked him, why did he go back? And he said he went to go pick up his child. Now, I have screenshots. Um of the phone calls that came in between him and jesse um i also have screenshots of a map of how long that it would take for him to get from work to jesse house back to blackbirds none of it adds up none of it
0: okay okay
4: and i just feel like jesse is the liar in all of this and i felt i feel like she set terry up
0: OK, OK,
4: she even the grandmother, when the grandmother found out I was down there in Roanoke and I came back and I said the police really needs to look into her um, to Jesse's mother. Her mother was so upset with me. You hear me? She was so upset. Hmm. Why is she telling people that she um, armed it? The cops need to look into me. Right. But tell me this. Why is Terry's car unusual? When he's there with checking on his child every single day, helping with Jesse. Jesse was mad because Terry wasn't putting extra money in her hand. But he's at that house every single day. So what makes his car so unusual? But when I say, now, Jesse's mother, she's never around. She's never been in Jesse's life that much. And she has never seen Ariana, for her to even get on TV and speak about her. But later on, in, in our investigation... Grandmother drives a black car,
1: so yes, with her car parked
0: out front, the day Arvi went missing
1: would be unusual, right? Yeah, yeah. Mallory, so I have a I question say- for you. Um, I watched the live that you did with um Jessica on the phone when you had her on speakerphone mm-hmm. on Facebook, and a lot of what she said absolutely made no sense to me. Right. Every question that she was asked, it didn't add up to anything. Now, do you yeah. think, in your opinion, do you think that she is a manipulative person?
4: She is.
1: Do you think that it is possible that she could have manipulated Terry into saying that confession that he said?
4: I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Okay. And I've asked the question,
1: why did you confess to something that she didn't
4: do? I even asked his mother. And what I got out of it was, Terry knew that they had nothing on him. So all right, if y'all say I did this, all right, whatever. It is what it is. I'm going to tell you whatever you need to hear, so I can go home to my kids.
0: That's crazy. I don't
4: know if y'all. I don't know if y'all ever looked at other videos of false confessions. It's been done. Look yeah. at those five young men in, in New York. Yeah. The same thing that happened in that room could have happened to Terry. He was in there for how long? How many days? He was in there for what? Seven, two hours, three days. No food, no water, but y'all gonna give him a cigarette. Y'all done told this man where he didn't he didn't bury the body at. Y'all done told him where he was. So okay, he got all this information within three days. I'm ready to go home to my kids. I am starving to death. I'm ready to go.
1: Okay? But,
0: but if he gives them so, a confession yeah. if he gives them a confession to say that he participated in the crime, he's not going home to get nothing to eat, though. Exactly.
4: But guess yeah, what? He's I'll at home I'll on bail. He, he's at home on bail
2: though. So you say he was questioned for 72 hours before confessing, is that right? Uh Uh-huh.
4: Yes, ma'am.
2: Just because from the information I have, it says he was questioned from around 1, 2 a.m. and then around 8 to 10 hours later, he confessed after having a cigarette break and he led them to the scene that day, which was the 12th. So I'm not too sure he was there for 72 hours
4: exactly i don't trust that police department just like they told me they dropped the blackbirds dropped the case and i called roanoke and roanoke's like no blackbird okay. still has an open investigation so i don't believe anything they said
0: okay okay
2: so you think that he confessed because he's been you've been waiting for three days to be let go and he wanted to be home with his kids. But in reality, it, it had only been about 12 hours before he confessed. Yes, that's on paperwork. So, like I said, I don't believe oh, anything yeah. that the police department. Says, it is confusing as to why he has confessed. Yes. Everyone is so Can, certain that he didn't do it. but
4: I, Honestly, there's no... They tell you guys or post online that they have all this evidence when they really don't. That's why they keep postponing. How many times have they put postpone this case? Like three times already?
0: Yeah, that's what it looks like on the court papers. Yeah, and
4: then um, the first court appearance, and it's, I think it was the first um, court appearance. They had Jesse on the stand. They had the detectives on the stand, and they all told a different story. They have nothing. It was no DNA in Terry's car. Or anything. Ariana has never been in Terry's car. They so, got Terry's clothes. Like it's it's nothing.
0: So if he so he never took the baby to show his family. Never took the baby to um, to the store or doctor anything no
4: he was he wasn't there no, he was I'm ta- only there in the beginning before he had went to work that was the last
0: time he saw his child no i'm talking about you you were saying that he he has never had the baby in his car so i'm just saying right. before all this happened he never took his baby to the store or took it to his family's house or to his no. house oh okay no. okay Okay.
4: No. Okay. And so like I told you earlier, he never brought the um the baby to his family's house because, like mom said, don't bring no kids in my house if you're not sure if they yours. Right. Right. And he right. Did. So this right. mom found out about the baby that
5: night. Okay. Jesse's grandmother had called
0: her. Okay. Okay. I understand.
5: Yeah. Um, Mallory, do you think that um, well, let me back up just a second. Some of the text screenshots that I've read. Uh, show where Terry was basically telling um, Jess that he wanted nothing to do with Jess but he wanted to be a father and he was willing to forego child support he just wanted the child and and, it, and Jess was trying to basically manipulate him for lack of a better word uh, you know into being in a relationship with her but he made it very clear he didn't want to be in a relationship with her so do you think that those texts because they were on the same day that the baby went missing or, or supposedly missing. Um, do you think that that Jess could have been so angry that she took out her anger on that child when she realized he was serious and didn't want anything to do with her and harmed the child and then called him and said, Hey, this is what I did. Or, or maybe said, this is what I'm getting ready to do to the child. Or, could have said or manipulated and said, hey, I'm willing to give you custody to get him to the house after she'd already hurt the baby. He shows up, sees that the baby's harmed. The baby gets harmed. He freaks out because now he's part of a murder and actually does go and, and hide the baby. Do you think there's any truth or any way that could be possible?
4: Um, what you just asked me, I discussed it with a close family member of his. We both had those same thoughts. But like that individual told me, she knows Terry very well. And she said if he pulled up and saw that Jesse had hurt that baby, he would kill her. And honestly, throughout those months that I spent talking to Terry, I believe it. I really okay. do. Okay. Because Terry, um, he's actually went because him and his uh, girlfriend at the time they you know she found out about the baby or whatever that he was leaving her and he went and got an extended stay hotel because he couldn't find a place for him to take care of the baby because he was a felon so he went and got this hotel to take care of arian until he got on his feet and was able to find another house you know he was making all these arrangements and that's how that um the cousin came into place when uh, when Ms. Ken was talking about a uh, man. That's how he came into place because so, Terry had called him like, hey, what's up, cousin? Like, you know, how did you get your place? I know you were felon. You know, put me on. That's how that came about. And that's how the media put it out there that Terry and his cousin was in cahoots with each other when that really wasn't the case. So he was making arrangements to take care of her. And like the mom said, that's who I was talking to. She said,
5: no. Ted, no. He would have killed Jesse. And he hurt. Yeah, she hurt that baby. So I guess my next question would be then, if that's true, would Terry, why would Terry risk then going to prison for, you know, the chance to be charged with conspiracy or whatever and not just give it up and say, okay, here's what happened. Here's where the baby is. Here's what's up. Well, my thing with that is is he took you all to the location
4: that y'all said that he buried the baby at. Where's the baby? Everywhere that they pinged his phone at, they went to, where's the baby? But so, I, I don't know. So why not,
5: why not come clean, I guess? Why wouldn't he come clean? My thing is, he
1: didn't do it. Okay. Okay. All right, Mallory, I have a question, too. Um, you said they took um, evidence from the car and his clothes and all that stuff, and they didn't find no significant evidence. Is that what you said?
4: That's what I feel like. I feel like it was nothing in there.
1: Okay. They tried to persuade to the
4: media that they found all this stuff, but... It was
1: nothing: detectives also took his phone. Um, do you think there'd be enough criminating evidence in his phone for the for the judge to say that there is enough evidence to take it to a grand jury just from phone conversations, things in his phone? Do you think that maybe that's where? Because a, a judge can't just take something to a grand jury without significant evidence for it to go to a grand jury. So there has to be something for that judge to agree to take it to a grand jury.
4: Right. And that was my thoughts as well. So whatever it is, is hopefully is in that phone.
0: Okay. Well, let me, um, so Pam, what do you think about this Terry issue with the confession?
3: Well, I, I'll agree with, I do believe in false confessions. I've watched enough and followed enough cases I do believe that at times there are people who eventually just give up and say, hey, I, 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 whatever you say, I did it just to get out of there. Do I believe he falls confessed? confess? <sighs> no. I, I believe that Jesse did on the baby. I, that's what I believe. And I believe he went to get her and she was up. he like, out. And I may be totally wrong, but one thing I guess is, Maybe, you know, I wish he would explain his um, investigators said when right after JC reported that the baby kidnapped, that he, Terry showed up to the house and they questioned him. He had mud, muddy clothes on. I guess that's kind of one thing. I You know, where did the mud come from? What, you know, why did he show up with muddy clothes on? Because he had said he had came from work.
0: Okay, so, so he, he could have got, got that from so work, right?
3: Yeah. Well, he could have, yeah. Okay.
2: Well, police checked that out, no. and it didn't check out. And that's when he decided to say he wasn't sure where the had come from. So the work thing is kind of out of the picture in terms of police.
0: Okay. So, you know, that's where I, when I heard that, I, I said, okay, he could have got muddy at work. I don't know. I have a dirty job. But let me say this. I've been in many, many interrogation rooms, and there was numerous that I, when I got called in on cases I had nothing to do with and there were cases where the police said oh no we know for a fact well okay if you know for a fact then do what you gotta do but I'm not confessing to something I did not do right uh I've been in and out of the system all my life I am not I don't care if you got me in there 58 hours Am I'm saying it's not possible I'm not saying that I'm just saying from you know a former criminal you know point of view I have, I have been in that position where they would never let me have anything to drink, use the bathroom, anything. We're going to pee on myself, whatever it is. I'm not telling you I killed somebody that I right. didn't do.
4: Um, As far as the mud, um, to my understanding, which I will check again, that it was confirmed, that it did, the job did confirm that it did happen at the job. And then I also heard that um, when Terry had showed up back to the house, when the police had showed up, that he was sitting out front of the house because i saw it when i got there um you can tell like it rains a lot because the grass won't grow so he said that he was sitting right there and it was real muddy and it was rainy that night so when i went to the house and saw that that is possible but from my understanding it did check out that the job did confirm that that mud came um from work because it was raining that day and then to uh piggyback off of what you just said I've, throughout doing this for like two years now, I realized never to say what I wouldn't do. Because what the next person may do, I may not do it. I don't I don't, I don't think that's fair to say. Because I know I wouldn't confess to something that I wouldn't do. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we never I've never been in that situation to say, oh, well, I'll never do that. Or, you know, this person made me so mad. I might, you know, stab them. Oh, girl, I wouldn't do that. You can't say that because we've never been in that, that predicament.
0: Yeah, well, I have been in that predicament. That's why I was. That's why I was able. To we say, all
4: think differently,
0: right? And and I'm just saying, you know, in all the times I've been, and I've never said, "Well, okay, yeah, I did it, and let me go home, or let me get out on bail." I've never done right. that. So that's why I spoke on that. From there. So. We don't
4: know what his mindset is. We don't we have never hung around him or anything. Maybe he did it because he knew that he was gonna get off Or oh, shoot, They ain't gonna find nothing in my car. They just look. They can say whatever they want. I just not need to get on my kids. Like I'm tired of being in here. So we never know what was going through his mind.
0: You okay. see what I'm saying? Here? Right, right, right.
5: Yeah, um I'm pretty much in agreement and again, this is just there's a lot of weird inconsistencies that that, like you said, Mallory I and mean, they don't make sense. Um, I, I, of course, I still, after reading those texts with the mom, with Jess to Terry, you know, she definitely is not being truthful.
1: Um, you know, I'm curious to see where this is going to lead. Yeah, me too. Um, in my readings, I find, uh, Jessica, the mother is absolutely manipulative with everybody she talks to. And it doesn't, she's not focusing on Ariana. It's, she's focusing on herself and what other people are thinking about her and saying she should do. I'm a mom, and if that was my baby and I was innocent and I didn't know anything, I would be blowing social media, news channels, flyers. I would be, let's yep. search search parties. This is where she, we. she could be. This is, you know, she knew these people. We know these people, like, Let's search their land. Like, I would not, for one, have a couple f- different Facebook um, profiles trying to stand up for myself and looking like an idiot. I would be out there doing something for my child if I was innocent. That's my opinion.
0: Well, okay. I can respect.
1: Exactly. I agree with you, Jackie.
0: Yeah, I can respect and You
1: know, that. it's crazy that you said that because right, before, right after
4: that live I did with her, I had her so hyped to talk to the media, to start going out, passing out flyers. And then after that live, the police called her, her family reached out to her, somebody started ignoring her when she needed help. And then all of a sudden she stopped. And like I told you, um, the other day, she got a call from her boyfriend and he was harassing her. And then I received a call saying that the baby was, um, with someone with the boyfriend, like whoever the boyfriend gave the baby to, that's what she was. But I nobody never got back to me about that situation. But she was hyped. Like she was ready. Like I called everybody every new station that I had met with, um it was other new stations that reached out to me after that live. Like she was ready. But when that boyfriend called her, Jesse cut all ties off.
0: Okay. So the boyfriend contacted
3: yes, she did she did that in well, her group about. Uh, about prayer vigil,
0: yes. You know,
3: ready, and she told us that the investigators told her they could not, they could not have a prayer vigil, they could not hold one. That's I ridiculous. I the investigators. I called the police department or sent them a message, and they messaged me back and said that is not true. She is free to hold any, you know, yes. any event like that. She can do a prayer vigil, whatever. But Jesse she she cut us off on it. She would not. She lied. She, you know, flat out lied about
0: it. And I don't see no police telling you, somebody, no, you can't have a pr-. that That's, that's just, part of the uh, grieving uh, process. Yeah, exactly. wouldn't no police do that. Paige, did you have something you wanted to say?
2: Just I've been speaking to an individual who wants to stay anonymous, but she's been texting with Jesse about the reasons why she wouldn't go to the media and the news and get flyers and posters out on Facebook. And she said the reason is that she's been advised that it's no good for her case and like no good for her and her kids, which I can understand her and her kids because there has been a lot of backlash and there always will be when it's a case with a missing child because everyone looks to the parents first. But in this case...
0: Well, so Paige, if, if you were in a situation, you have a son, your son Robbie, and if your son came up missing, how would you react?
2: I would be an insane woman on the streets, I'd be standing outside news agents until they spoke to me, until they let this story out. I wouldn't let it go, I wouldn't sleep, I would look like a crazy woman and for me her to sit back and not do anything because a friend of hers has said it will harm the case, it's going to harm the case I'm not doing anything.
1: Exactly. The
2: police are going to look straight away at the parents' behaviors, their reactions and Mm -hmm. that's what they're going to judge everything on in the initial investigation. So she's harming her own case by not saying anything, in my opinion.
0: I agree with you, Paige. I really do. And and Pam, you know, she's had a, uh, been back and forth with, with Jessica, and, and so have Mallory been back and forth. And so so let me ask you, Pam, what do you think? Huh? Just give me just hypothetical. What do you think happened? I think
3: Jesse hurt the baby, I, I think. Jesse did something to her, um, and Jesse is a manipulator. She she did it to me. Um, you have my messages that from her, you know, back and forth, and she played on my heartstrings with her using her other kids. You know, uh, you know how bad she felt for her kids, you know, for all of her kids. I sent her kids gifts. You know, um, I think she is a manipulator. Uh, I believe Jesse did something to that baby. I think that night she snapped. I think she was so mad at. Andrew Terry, that she's harmed a baby. Okay.
0: And and so, Heather, where are you at on that? Do you agree with that?
5: Um, I, I tend to... I mean, I'm tending to lean with Pam just in the fact from the text that I read. Um, I do lend credibility to those, to those texts more so than anything because those texts took place prior to the child either going missing or being harmed. So, I lend a lot of credibility with that and just the tone of it and just in the way that Terry was absolutely definite. He didn't want to be with her. Um, And then also reading some messages um, how Jess had mentioned trying to find money for a burial. She didn't have enough money to come up for a burial. So she's already talking about the child as deceased. Yes. Yes. That That bothered
3: me. Yeah, that happened within. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the second or maybe first or second message that she sent to me. Is, yeah. What am I going to come up with money for burials? You know. I so can't go she back to right. Her. And if some if know, somebody know. really thinks their
5: baby is still alive, that would be the farthest thing from your mind. You don't even want to think about that you're going to bury your child. True. And True. she True. also True. referred to the child. She kind of distanced herself in a few of the messages I had read and referred to her not by her name but just as a the baby or i can't remember exactly what but it was she distanced herself um it sounded like emotionally by the way she referred to the child and so those were the things i took into consideration again we're speculating right now because there has not been a body found. we need to make that abundantly clear um But that's where I lend my credibility, I guess, from an evidential standpoint, is just her own words and what she herself typed out. Um, So that's where I'm at.
1: All right. um, Mallory, I have a question for you. When I was watching your live on Facebook uh, with the mother, she brought up that agency and how they paid for so much of her living expenses and this and that, whatever. Wouldn't that stuff be documented there would be a trace of something of the sort?
4: Uh, the doc- the adoption agency did reach back. They said that um, there were some documentation of Jesse being there in the beginning and Jesse left and they didn't hear back from her after that.
1: So there was no funds um, from them delivered to her of any sort? No,
4: oh, they, were, they were paying bills. They paid
1: for her to come out to Utah. They did. Okay. And there's documentations of all that? They have it. Okay.
0: Well, um, so they paid the bills. They paid for her to come out there. So do they just take a loss on this, Mallory? I mean, they just say, okay, they don't try to sue her or nothing? I mean, what do you think?
4: Um, If you guys go back to their page and look at the reviews, it's happened to other families. Um, other families have taken them to court. So, you know, like I told you the other day, if they were that desperate, who's to say they didn't come in and take the baby and plot this whole thing? You see what I'm saying? And let's blame Terry because Terry knew about the about the adoption. And that was another thing that made me mad about him because he didn't tell me about this. But I found out that he knew about it. And they argued back and forth about it. And he told her that he was not signing no paperwork. So with that being said, who's to say that they, didn't, they weren't in cahoots with each other? So even if when somebody called me and said the baby had went missing an hour before Terry had left, who's to say she didn't hand Ari over? You know what I'm saying? They had a heated debate. They were arguing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not signing up no paperwork, and they are known to take children without the father's consent. Cause if you read the reviews, it's been done. Okay. So maybe that's a possibility. But why would all my feelings
5: is up in? There.
1: Why wouldn't the father say? I had nothing to do with this instead of collaborating a confession saying, you know, I buried the baby at this location. This is how she was acting before and what she looked like before I buried her. I mean, if an agency came in and took the baby and him not knowing about it, what in his mind would help collaborate such a detailed confession
4: it was very detailed i asked the same questions and like i told terry i told him i said i'm putting my face out here do not lie to me and if you lie to me i'm exposing you and i've tried my best like i told y'all <laughs> to catch this man and lie and lies and lies and lies i couldn't do it
0: yeah yeah i understand hey uh, so pam let me ask you what do you where's your thoughts or what do you know about this adoption agency
3: Uh, I'm not going to say it's not possible. Uh, You know, nothing's impossible. Maybe that is what happened. I don't believe that's what happened, no. Um, I I, I just don't buy that. I still, and I hope that Mallory's right. I hope that Ariana is safe and somewhere alive. I I mean, I hope that's the truth. I don't believe that's what it is. Maybe Jesse did uh, highly consider it and was getting ready to do it. Uh, I just don't believe that happened. I, I don't
0: believe they came and got her. I don't believe she went through with it. Uh, and I hope I'm proven wrong. I, you know, I hope the baby is alive. Okay, yeah, I, I do too. I I hope this baby. First of all, I hope this baby is found. Let's let's be clear. Second, I hope it's found alive. That's you know that's where I'm at on this because it's you have some to believe the baby is deceased. You have some to believe that the baby's not. And we really don't know because the police haven't really released everything uh, revolving around this case because it's still an, an open, active investigation, and plus uh, Terry is, is in the middle of going to court. And, and Mallory, you said that they keep postponing the court. Did Terry ever, him or his attorney, say why they keep postponing it? No, they haven't said why. Okay. Okay.
1: Now, I did read a news article, though, that the mother is a person of interest in this case, and she is actively being investigated.
0: Okay, so when did that come about, that they, they, she was active, actively... It was
1: recently. She is actively being investigated.
0: Okay. Did you know anything about that, Mallory?
1: The crazy thing about that was she became a
4: person of interest when me and my girls had went down there to talk to the community. That's when um, they did the press release. Do you remember me telling you about that? That's
2: when
0: everyone found out about that. Yes. Okay, okay. Well, it only makes sense that she'll be a person of interest, you know. Um, uh, you know, the dad admitted. That, so. She didn't even know she was a person of interest until
4: that press
0: release. Okay. Because both of them, I believe, is involved. That's yes. That's just my thing. I believe they both are involved. And, well, I hope they find this baby. So, yeah, it's just, this is a sad story. And this is coming on a year now, I believe it is, yeah. Jackie. So, um, I, I just don't understand. I just don't understand a three-month-old baby, and no one wants to come clean about this, even though you have messed up. Whoever messed up, the person that helped clean it up, they can come forward and say, "Hey, mm, I didn't actually do it, but you know, let me take you where the baby is and and right. go from there, and look like the dad would yep. then get himself out of trouble." That's just what only makes sense to me. Well, um. I appreciate both of you uh, coming on here, and both of you have really, really been actively working uh, on this this case. i mean, both of you with your groups. You guys have really, really been on it. So, Pam, how many members? Do, how many uh, followers do you have on your Facebook group over this?
3: Oh,
0: uh, uh, I think it's about 1,100. Okay, wow. wow. So, are your people like really actively? In into this, and they are really participating and yes. trying to, you know, say, hey, we need to find, you know, find this baby. I mean, how, what is the what is the, the the feeling of the people in your group, Pam?
3: I think it's a despair, uh, to be honest, because in the beginning uh, we had locals that were, you know, where's this baby? You know, we need to put out flyers. We need to do this. We need to do that. And nobody, I mean, you couldn't get nobody to to come together. And, and like I said, Jesse was backing out on everything. And, uh, I was having locals message me, Hey, um, uh, we'd like to hold a, you know, a balloon release or a vigil, you know, and I'd get in the group and try to get, you know, some people to come together. And, uh, I think as time went on, people just gave up. Uh, I know we still have a few that are, you know, very interested, but it's kind of like, you know, it's despair, you know, there's, nothing happening uh no baby no answers uh and like i said it's coming up on a year and uh and i know we I, i'm not saying no one's concerned in the group that they are but uh there's no new news so you know it's just it's a case that really hurts my heart because uh she just don't have the outpouring like other missing kids do
0: yeah okay but i agree so mallory how many people you have in your facebook group and what is what is their feeling and how are they responding to this
4: well i have 360 people in my group and i keep my group small for our baby ariana because i don't do drama um i monitor who i allow inside the group um i can't say that everybody i say many probably 20 30 people are very passionate about this case and we all talk about it if i say let's go down there they are ready to go
0: So I don't keep up with numbers. Okay. All right. Well, I keep up with the
4: people who are very passionate about, you know, these cases.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I I wish both of you luck in trying to, you know, get this accomplished to find this baby. Uh, I've been to both groups, and uh, I appreciate both of you and everything that you're trying to do with trying to find this baby. So, and and we're, like I tell people, we're not done you know we will it will be a follow-up if case they do come up with some new developments so mallory will be in touch with you uh, pam will be in touch with you as well and and you know you guys keep us updated you both know how to get in contact with us so um there again we really really appreciate both of you being on here and we appreciate the hunt for what you're trying to do so we yes. appreciate both of you. Thank you. We want to once again say to Paige, uh, Paige done a wonderful job. Yes. This is the first time that to my knowledge, because I reached out to a lot of people about this. And this is the first time that the UK and the United States on a true crime podcast have come together mm. to get the truth or try to pursue a case or you know, a missing case person or unsolved murder. So, Paige, we really appreciate you. We uh, know you got a new prime minister in your country that looks like our president. What's up with that?
2: <laughs> oh, don't even start with him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right.
2: That's a whole other story. <laughs> That's
0: another whole other story. That's all right. We still love the U.K. Um, Jackie? <laughs>
1: All right, you can follow and listen to Crime Pursuit Podcast on iHeartRadio, Facebook, Spotify, Google Podcasts, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, Podbeam, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Twitter, and you can find us on Instagram.
0: Yes, you can. So go to that, you know, and like I said, go to our website and, you know, get with us. Come on our Facebook page and drop a you know what you think about the show or whatever and or come in and mingle in. We got a lot of good people. so we're gonna go and get up out of here and we will be back next week with a brand new pursuit. Now this next pursuit oh this is crazy. We might be two hours into this one. I was
1: thinking either two hours or a part two. Uh, uh,
0: Yeah, well, no, we can't do the part two. That's too much work for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's just too much work. So we're going to just do it all in one. I I think that'd be best. All right, guys, we're going to get up out of here and we'll see you on the next Pursuit. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening.
1: Thank you.